Welcome to Nah Fam, the podcast. Quick correction edition. So yesterday we talked a lot about our Myers-Briggs personality types. And I, of course, am not an expert in this area and oversimplified and uh, improperly explained a couple of things related to our uh, personalities and how Myers-Briggs works. Uh, I referenced a car model, and that car model, um, well, I'll let you help us out here. Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, we both got a bunch of stuff wrong, but I guess I just wanted to, like, I think we were just trying to speak broadly, but then we were, we got a little too deep in and tried to entertain some concepts that we had no business entertaining, so we didn't really (laughs) understand, but um, I... You know, I've spent a lot of time reading individual, um, the individual personalities, but I haven't spent much time looking into like the framework of the Myers-Briggs. So our conversation yesterday just prompted me to want to do that more today when I was in between sessions at work. So I actually finally picked up the book Personality Hacker that I purchased years ago and I haven't picked up in years. Um, And I've never really read the intro, which kind of like, again, just provides the basic framework. And it's actually very complex. So I'm not even going to try to um, regurgitate what I learned today. But I guess I wanted to um, correct, make some corrections about things that we talked about. But in order to do that, I guess I got to kind of summarize some basic principles. Um, so basically, I guess I want to do that because you had, there's two things we talked about, like functions that we led with and then our inferior functions yesterday, we got that a little wrong. So I wanted to clarify that we also, um, you were talking about the car model thing and I was right about that. Their, their, um, drive, they call it driver, um, co-pilot, 10 year old, three year old are four, um, cognitive functions that we each carry within our own respective personality types and they do coincide with the Myers-Briggs definitions which the drive their driver would be the dominant what we lead with their um, co-pilot is what is known as the auxiliary and then please pronounce this word for me because I'm going to screw it up I do it every time what's that one it's tertiary, tertiary, right? Okay. Yeah. I always get I so mean, intimidated so. saying it. So that would be what they call the 10-year-old. And then finally, the inferior function is equal to their 3-year-old. So, and it's, so it is kind of like in descending order. Basically, our dominant function is what um, the part of our personality that we identify with the most. It's kind of our flow state. It's where we have a natural talent, but then also a need to, you know, a skill to be developed and fine-tuned. The auxiliary function is the part of our personality that we identify with, but it's not as strong as the dominant function, and it's an important part um, that we might tend to undervalue and need to give attention to. Um, It's kind of like our growth state is the way they describe it in the personality hacker book. The tertiary function, or what they call the 10-year-old, is where they tend to focus a lot on an area where we need to do a lot of work and be careful about. Um, it's a function where 
it says they have a, they're described as a push-pull relationship. Um, it's an area that supports us personally, but can also cross us um, and bring out our defensive side when we're not self-aware. And then finally, the inferior function is the most unsophisticated part of us and is a tendency to not be seen. Um, it often influences us from the shadows, but eventually will make its presence known, um, and it's our blind spot. So we did talk about that yesterday in the way that we said that my dominant function was intuitive, um, into, I'm sorry, introverted intuition. And that's right. That's accurate. That was, they label it perspective. We got yours wrong. We said that you were, cause I misunderstood how it's, how it's defined. And I figured that out today and that's still a little confusing to me, but let me pull this up. Cause I don't want to get this wrong. Your dominant is actually I believe it's introverted thinking, but now I need to make sure. Hold on. Yeah, we can't have two episodes of misstatements and incorrect facts does not bode well for us. Right. Okay. Uh, does that mean, Do you have any questions about that so far, though, or no? No. Um, and actually, I remember... I got it. Hold on. Can I... So, I, yes. so we just don't get too far off track. Um, the Your dominant driver, dominant trait, is accuracy, which is... Um, it's introverted thinking and it it's, it's it's it makes so much sense when you break this down we actually there's actually a total of eight cognitive functions within like when you consider that there's 16 personality types there's one of eight cognitive functions and we all have four we all have we all have eight but we have four major players i mm -hmm. think as that was described so your top four are accuracy your inferior is perspective so we did talk about that yesterday where my while my my driver is perspectives and then my inferior is sensing it gets super complicated because then like i'm going to mess this up but it's there's polarities and dichotomies at almost every single level and but it's really cool when you see how they map it all together and then it, it makes a lot of sense so yeah because obviously nobody is just one thing when it comes to that there, there's a there's a spectrum that you know puts you between one that's what i'm saying just like so i said before like i i you know i think that i don't think i'm highly intuitive like i i have a when i even just take that die cut like on that like i'm never yeah. like way over in the intuitive right. you know i'm there's some there's some people are will score extremely on that where i think you i, I do score score ugh, score extremely high on feeling overthinking i do know that and thinking the feeling dichotomy is how we make decisions so my decisions are based from the way from my feelings you make decisions based from the based from a thinking perspective one is i hate to break it to you people but one is not superior over the other it's just it's a polarity or it's a dichotomy yeah and that doesn't yeah of course that doesn't mean that you just act on emotion all the time and your decisions are based on emotion like it's Correct. not that's what i'm saying it's not just yeah. black and white like that it, yeah and so but and so again they break down I, I don't know how to put this into words but you're blind. So, so when I talked about how I can never lean too far into sensing because that is my blind spot, you can never lean too far into perspective because that is your blind spot, which is kind of like that, like sixth sense kind mm -hmm. of ability. Um, but it doesn't, but then like when we go back and I say I can never lean too far into thinking, I don't, that rule doesn't apply because that's, that's not my inferior. That's my, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not your, yeah, it's not your weakest area. Yes. Um, but also I had said that, I guess I want, I learned today too, to clarify that thinking and feel the thinking and feeling dichotomy is how we make decisions. And then the sensing versus intuition dichotomy is how we perceive the world, how we sort of take in information. And then, okay. so that those are kind of the, those kind of like the way they describe it. They kind of like make up the meat of the full yeah. personality there. And those are only two letters. They're the sandwich, the meat of the sandwich, mm-hmm. they say. But I had some other fun little facts. Go for it. Um, I'm sure our listeners are curious. Yeah. Just that there is on the um, introversion, extroversion dichotomy, there is a 50-50 split in the population. But when it comes to the sensors versus intuitives dichotomy, there is a 75-25 split where 75% of the population are sensors. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. And I don't remember where you scored on the introvert-extrovert um, scale. Oh, I, you mean where I fall in the spectrum? Yes, because I, I'm very much like every... Right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. Yeah. So I, I could go either way depending on the situation. I tend to lean in more toward the introverted side, however... Yeah, I'm, I'm right in the middle. More introverted than you, but not extremely introverted. Okay. Um, and then it, there's a 54. I'm sorry, a 55, 45 split in the population between feelers and thinkers, where feelers are the favored. Um, and there is a 55, 45 split in the population of judges and perceivers, and judges being the 55 percent. So the majority hmm. of the population is going to fall into an FJ ending so we're 55 right yeah. and then and then if you're a sensor an sfj because 75 percent right the that's a significant like there that's a large amount of, amount of the population interesting yeah well and like we've said before we are opposites in so many ways and when we work well together we work very well together because mm-hmm. i think we're able to put that whole picture together and really see all sides of something and when we don't it's hard yeah yeah and i think that you know, I don't, again, I don't want to go too deep into any of this because first of all, we can't speak intelligently enough about it, but I definitely want to revisit this because as we look at our four main functions that we individually have, again, I lead with perspective, you lead with accuracy. I was looking at our, our, our car model, so to speak. You and I have the exact same four as our top four, but they're strategically placed and and polarities. And I thought Mm -hmm. that that was telling and yeah. obvious but i like that and i just think that that will be that's a good conversation for another day well as <laughs> it, this is earlier what i was going to say is i remember reading or listening to all of this before so like everything you just said wasn't new it was like oh yeah i completely forgot that so yeah. this is this yeah. is stuff that unless you do it on the daily yeah is nice to come back to because it really is it it reminds you of Oh yeah, that's right. This is how this works. This is how I it's, am. And it's it, all dichotomies. It's nice it's to come almost back like, to that. And it, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. I just <laughs> couldn't believe. I just was like, wait a minute. I might like it was getting dizzy, like because they have you go through an exercise where you can like figure out your own um, cognitive four top four com- cognitive functions. And I was like, okay, like, and I just I need to see things visually so that like <laughs> it was just like my head was spinning after a while. And I'm like, okay, got it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, now ch- trying to challenge myself to reproduce it. And I'm like, okay, wait, okay, wait, no. Like, but mm-hmm. anyways, I, and then again, I, I'm going to mess it up, but it's a great, they do such a good job of breaking it all down, but it's very complex. It's a complex system. Yeah. 
that's it. I just couldn't sleep knowing that all that misinformation was out there. I couldn't sleep another day and I just wanted to like. Yeah, the thought of thousands and thousands of people out there <laughs> being totally misinformed. It doesn't even matter misinformed. if one person is misinformed. <laughs> I just didn't, couldn't sit with that. That's <laughs> that's you and that's what's right up with you. Okay. All right, that's it. What else, what else you got? I got nothing. It's Thursday. I got nothing. You got nothing? <laughs> I want to talk more about this stuff, but we're not ready to talk more about it because it's good stuff. Yeah, we'll save it for another day. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. 